1: And good Friday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studio of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out here on a Friday edition. Uh, Boone, welcome in. Good morning. It's a chilly morning, but uh, you got them Kentucky shoes back out. Don't spread the word. It's out. It's out there. Oh, they probably can hear it from here. There's that not, loud. Not a lot of cars on the road, so yeah, those those shoes being that loud probably, probably climb all over them.
2: I have orange socks, Tennessee socks, with them, though.
1: No, you don't. Boone, Boone, you can't fib on the radio. You even got a blue shirt to match. I mean, you're –
2: Well, blue jeans are not Kentucky Wildcats, are they?
1: No, but that plaid shirt is.
2: Well, it's got to match the blue jeans.
1: Well, no. See, Laura and I have had this conversation, and see, you just opened a can here in studio. You don't match the blue jeans. Blue jeans are universal. You ain't never wore a black shirt with blue jeans? Yep. Well, you just went against the grain, didn't you? I love black and navy blue. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What 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 wouldn't match with blue jeans? Just explain. Okay, explain to it. Maybe that's easier. What doesn't match with blue jeans? I have no answer for that. <laughs> Anything. I mean, because even nowadays, like some people, like probably 10, 15 years ago, you could talk about, like, ties or, you, you know, like people don't wear suits with with jeans, yeah, they do. <laughs> Everything is open. So anyway, I'm just giving Boone a hard time. They're really cool shoes, and I will say he is wearing a Tennessee bracelet. So that's a uh, that's like you know when you're outside and you're uh you know you're you kind of get bit by mosquitoes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> when you get bit by mosquitoes, um, you, you know you you've got your uh, your saving band on your on your arm. You know your little your little uh, uh I don't know, insect repellent and uh and, and honestly blue and white sap sucker yep yep maybe you need a repellent on you as well uh i got that denzo blue rocking that's me at a baby but uh anyway anyway we're gonna kind of jump right in here we got a pretty full day today as we're gonna talk a little bit about we're gonna talk about the TWSWA finally cutting uh the spring championships canceling the basketball championships in murfreesboro and, and then the conversation that ensued yesterday on the potential of a red shirt for a high school player. How that's just a really bad idea. <laughs> uh, but, Boone, is this something that shocks you? I mean, it didn't shock me. Honestly, I I hoped that they would, you, you know, try to, you, you know, especially with basketball because it's, it's, it's a few numbers. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it's maybe a dozen per school. Uh, you, you could vaccine – or not vaccine, but you could test and you could get those guys in there and play. Maybe no fans in there. But I think it was a matter of logistically it was going to be more than you were really interested in. And, and, and with spring sports not going to be able to finish their season, play a championship, it kind of – it begged that question what was more important. So I think uh, I think this is the right decision. It's uh, It's unfortunate. Uh, because, again, you know, the the Rebels were re- well on their way uh, to an opportunity uh, to win a state championship. And uh, that gets taken away from guys like Joe Anderson. Guys like, uh, y- y- you know, guys like, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know why that happened to me. Uh, A.J. Davis. A.J. Davis and uh, Ashton Maples. I don't know why I wanted to call him Albert Maples. But, anyway, Ashton Maples uh those guys like that and and there's some other seniors on that team uh that that were really good and instrumental in what was a really good record 30 and 4 I think uh was their their ending record and and, and you know Boone what what do you think you, do you think they should have announced this a sooner do you think this is a good decision or do you think on the flip uh they maybe could have waited a little bit longer
2: I think it's a trickle down from the national scene where uh the idea to do it early was a great idea because if if you do it quickly uh, you bring in uh, you satisfy the need for timing uh as far as seniors making plans for college you also satisfy the need for fairness but they're keeping the eye on the national scene the models our health experts were using were ineffective the data and whatnot and numbers they plugged in every day kept changing and uh they they wanted to have a good answer but there was no quick good answer. And uh like right now we're on a process where it's a three step deal. Uh twenty nine states have gone to phase two because they're spread out, they're uh, not as densely populated we're on the road back they didn't want a hasty decision way know but everybody expected it and then when it happened they were just really disappointed
1: yeah and i think honestly i applaud i give them a little credit and i don't give a ton of credit to tws ncaa any governing body i don't know why that's just a that's the fan in me i guess but when I look at this, I kind of applauded them a little bit for, for delaying the cancellation, giving this thing a chance. You know, one thing that everybody's looking for through this or, or wanting through this is, is hope, is hope. And, and the thing is, is that gave us hope. That gave us an opportunity to to still have something to kind of work for during all this downtime, get your mind off of it, have a, have a, a way to to kind of trend yourself that way. And it just didn't work out. I think between, you know, probably Middle Tennessee not getting started back up this semester, I think the schools deciding to shut down through the rest of the year, uh, and then ultimately the spring sports not having their championships, it just didn't seem right to, to continue to, to kind of pour through uh, what that needed to look like for those basketball championships. But, but Boone, I, I think – you know, and again, Alcoa City Schools, Maryville City Schools, and I think Blunt County Schools have announced uh, they will not go back to school in twenty in twenty twenty, uh, or well, in the 2019-2020 uh, school year calendar year. They'll they'll try to hit it back in the fall. Uh, they they laid out a good plan for Maryville City. They'll continue to do online learning through the I think the first first one or two weeks in May, and then they will. Uh, They'll focus on uh, those that may need additional help and and things to try to try to again salvage the year uh, for for those kids.
2: Hey, I'm I'm angry with China. I'll be honest with you. Are you? We we see it locally and we we see the really sad, disappointing things. But it's all on them. Uh, I'm also upset. Here's a junior. Um, he played on a team with five seniors in basketball. They did a really good job. He he got in there just barely enough to get playing time. And then he's ready this year, and he needs to be on tape and get the uh, – well, I said five. Basketball season basically made it to the end of the season, but they were robbed of the postseason. Let's say it's a, a team that needs has like nine players. This guy's the top reserve, really well-schooled, a lot of skills. He's got to build some tape. This is his senior year, and he wants to attract the attention of the, the college people. First thing they're going to do is say, show me some tape to show me how good you are. He's denied all the tape that would get him into college, and he's been working with this idea. I get four years in high school since he was five or six years old.
1: Yeah, but I, I would argue that, that every junior is robbed of that same same dynamic you know what i'm saying it's not like we shut it down in in one county or we shut it down in one state yeah i mean i'm not going to say that it's even across the board because he may not play in aau or he may not do the the things but but what i'm getting at is 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 it's it's somewhat even of a playing field because i don't think there's a lot of schools nationally that we're still playing or, or what have you because if you think about it there was only eight teams in the state affected in basketball now baseball, you're exactly right. There was a there was a the, a thing building, and and there was a couple great players here in, in Blount County at Heritage and, and at Maryville that had an opportunity uh, to to really put some things on tape. But I think you, you know it's one of those deals. You you had a small sample size. That's your tape, and it's just it's just it's a terrible draw. Just to be quite honest with you, and 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 what's going to have to happen is there's going to have to probably be a few more visits from. The next level, if that, that conversation's not clear yet, and there's going to be set up different things to prove that grit, you know what I'm saying? And, and is it ideal? I don't think so. But, but again, it, it's the it's the cards we've been dealt. And, yeah, it, it came from China. So I guess you get mad at China, but uh, I don't think they're receiving mail from us right now, given the virus. They are the, the official world champion
2: in diseases, calamities, spread to other countries this is not the first not the second not the third and they got like uh, a billion people well a lot of politics to it Um, (laughs) when it all comes out a lot of politics what if uh if the seniors uh i feel also feel sorry for the seniors that uh did really well freshman sophomore and junior year and they're on the verge of uh all across the nation of winning state championships in a certain sport. Let's say they finish in the top four in the state. Every freshman, junior, sophomore year had a second-place finish. They're all fired up, and they've trained so hard and they want to be a state champion, they don't even get out there to do the high hurdles, the sprints or whatever. There are just so many cases, and there's no closure. And – uh they did not uh, cause this pestilence, right? Nothing yeah. they can do to change it. They they just they just have to. It happened. They didn't cause it, and they're gonna have to just hurt for a while. But there's no closure, and that really bothers me.
1: Yeah, and that that's what a draw. You know what I'm saying? Like what a what a time to, you know, probably should be the best times, best couple weeks here coming up of your life because. You know, you finish the race. You're kind of finishing up your college, your high school career or your college career, and, and you're and you're just trying to have those cool moments where it's the last time you walk the halls with these people. It's the last time you do this with these people because everybody's going to college. They're going to different places, and, and they're somewhat that being robbed. Which now, Maryville City said they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have whether it's summertime next fall, however this needs to happen. They're gonna have a graduation ceremony. It's gonna happen. Like whether they all wear masks, you know, six foot apart, astronaut uniforms, I don't know. They're going to have a graduation. And I think, you know, you, you got to have some seal of approval uh, on a year and, and on a season. And, and and so I hope that they can get that done. But the conversation sparked up on social media yesterday. You know, NCAA at extended spring sports and gave, gave some redshirt ability to – uh to to some seniors if if the school and the player can work that out then they can make that happen well yesterday after this comes down that everything's canceled they're not going back to school what have you the conversation start trickling out and not from like you know known sources not from the TSSAA not from from uh you know people that are going to make this decision this was just common discussion right what would a red shirt look like in the high school ranks? And, and my first opinion was stop, don't pass, go, don't collect $200. This is a terrible decision. And I say that because it just, it's Pandora's box. It begins the, well, I didn't play as a freshman. Can I count that as my red shirt year? It doesn't, you know, da 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 da. da. I'm 19 years old playing in a high school sport. Uh, there's just, there's a lot of, because if you don't have aspirations to go to college, then you could do this and just extend what is, and I just feel like it's it's maybe not the safest route to go. It's maybe not practical. And then, quite frankly, you can't take graduate classes in high school. I don't think it's practical. Uh, I just don't. I don't think it's a good idea because I think at that rate you would have 19 year old kids hitting 14 year old kids, and that's just that is a the the PWA S-
2: rule is uh, you're allowed to turn 19. Of course, you can't turn 20. That would be a, a monster age difference. Um, uh, you can't just compare high school to college,
1: Wayne O, because Well, it's uh, not the same. I mean, it, it's, it's... There's all these extra, and there's all this extra liability, honestly. Kids have taken
2: ACTs and SATs preparing for college, and uh, they're thinking more along the lines of getting out as opposed to I don't know, it's just
1: kind of a weird feeling to to be hanging around the fifty or in high school. Well, and I wouldn't I, I wouldn't because I'm just I'm just gonna be quite honest with you. I go to the, the Uber extreme negativity when things like this come up because I wanna see how bad it could be, right? Well what about this? What about a guy who's who's an offensive lineman but he's not he's not the big guy. He's not six four, six five, he's not gonna be a three hundred pounder, but he's solid, six foot about two eighty. So a high school monster, right? Wide body. Well, probably the chance of them going to college and playing line is probably low, right? Well, hey, as a freshman, we're gonna we're going redshirt you. We're gonna call it stumbling through your freshman year and being a freshman two years in a row, but we're gonna do it. I just think it opens Pandora's box. This redshirt thought, this even this even concept of hey, we got this 19 year old offensive lineman, we got this 19 year old. Like linebacker, that's the one that scares me. The one that's going to take somebody's head off. Like, because you're literally talking, you know, and everybody's going well. Eighteen to twenty-two year old dudes play against each other all the time. Yeah, but there's that formative years. That's a thing. You know what I'm saying? And and you have a nineteen-year-old guy hitting a fourteen-year-old guy. That's a that's a different dynamic. Do you
2: know what else? Uh, you see this so many times. You get out of high school. And you have that growth spurt. You tried to get that growth spurt <laughs> nine through twelve and I
1: would blast up about twenty.
2: Like me, I was going into Maryville College, I'm soaking wet, I weighed hundred and sixty pounds. And then when I graduated I was close to two hundred. That guy's gonna grow. My freshman year I was playing, and I was on kickoff coverage. <laughs> and a senior hit me. I mean, I weighed like a hundred and forty eight pounds freshman. Senior hit me, broke my leg in two places. And can you imagine, like you said, if the guy had another summer and a few weeks in the fall? Yeah. He might have separated body <laughs> parts completely on me.
1: He may have uh, moved Boone right along. But uh, but you know what? Um, I, I just – and, again, it was conversation on social media, so it, it honestly probably shouldn't have went beyond there. But it was just a, a conversation that I think – so many times happens and it's just not relevant you can't it's not apples to apples high school and college are different uh and and again i want to i want to shout out to all the greats that that had great seasons of course this county produces tons of them but ones that that were really close to to where we were again again alcoa sports uh you still had you know the girls had finished up their run the guys had finished up their run but maryville uh, still had a, a guys' basketball team down in, down to Murfreesboro and an opportunity to do that. Uh, talk about spring sports. Uh, I remember we had the Lady Tornadoes in studio uh, right after their last game. They had a great uh, outing and was really interested in, in, in hopefully getting back for a really good senior season. Uh, the Lady Rebels uh, had just got done uh, with their final game. We talked a little bit with them uh, about – You know, what they had got out of that last game against William Blunt and and really what they hoped to get back into later in the season. But all that will be for naught. So, uh, again, senior seasons come to an end and and senior years uh, come to an end without, like you said, uh, some closure. But at the end of the day, uh, the pandemic has reigned supreme and they have taken – uh, some things away from these kids. That, you know what else,
2: I we know? we're going to see some uh, effects. Well, assuming everything opens in the fall on time, 30% of the small businesses are probably going to have to close down because we had to shut down. This is 30 days. Maryville, Alcoa, William Blunt, Heritage, they're counting on these small businesses to do ads in the programs uh, to help them financially. Hmm. Uh, we're gonna see a hit they're gonna have to really uh, all the people involved be creative as far as trying to raise money in different ways yeah and
1: I'm I'm, a, I'm an optimist eternal optimist I, I hope these businesses went in they've got these small business you know breaks that they're trying to cut through for people uh, hopefully that's helping but again when this thing opens back up hopefully may 1st uh, we can start matriculating out of this deal uh, I hope people get out and safely. Uh, support these local businesses. But, Boone, let's take us a quick break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk about a lady ball that is in a head coaching position in East Tennessee. We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to The Grind. You don't want to miss it. Come on back.
0: Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports.
1: or go to donnacry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender.
3: Rural Americans are the heartbeat of the nation. Work goes on at our farms, at our factories, and at our homes. Rural King is working hard to keep that heartbeat going by providing the essential items you need to feed your families, your pets and animals, and yes, the nation. We are partnering with the government to ensure Rural King is a clean space for our associates and our customers, so together we can keep the heartbeat of the nation pumping. God bless you from your friends at Rule King, America's farm and home store.
1: Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out The Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time.
3: I can't believe we have to make this commercial.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this.
0: This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events.
3: Ridiculous, right?
0: It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Tennessee, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous.
3: And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship.
1: This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports Sports Radio Show. The Grind, if you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and, of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's
0: thegrindonsports.com.
1: And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out here on a Friday edition. Boone uh, talked a little bit about TWSWA and somebody who added their name to the active coaching list in girls basketball, Nikki Anasicki, couple-time national champion, uh, former WNBA player, Nikki Anasicki, brother of most recent grad transfer to Tennessee men's basketball uh, E.J. Anasicki, uh, Nikki Anasicki becomes the women's basketball coach at Anderson County High School. She's a Lady Maverick now, and uh, what what is that? That's a huge gift for Anderson County, but that's cool for uh, for Nikki to come back to East Tennessee. Absolutely. She's, uh, she's played
2: on international basketball. She played, uh, I think, in her first three years. She was traded like the Minnesota Lynx and different ones. I like the fact, Wayne, know, that she's seen these different teams with different operating differently. Um, her pedigree is totally awesome. She gets to see the different offenses from three different uh, WNBA teams and then two international teams. But the, the bottom line is this: Did she play for a Hall of Fame coach? Yeah, four years, Pat Summit. And uh, did she come from one of the most elite college programs? Yes. And she even gets to check the box on two national championships, 2007 and 8, with Pat. So I'm excited about her being here.
1: Absolutely, it's funny. You know, yesterday officially Tennessee announced DJ Anasicki as a as an addition uh, to the basketball team, and and in, on the same day, uh, big breaking news out of Anderson County uh, that the the ladies basketball coach will be former WNBA star and Lady Vol, uh Nikki Anna sicky and and you know I, I don't know her her background as far as being in coaching uh, again she uh, she played for the lady balls 04 through08 she was twice named the NCAA all-final four team and was drafted by the Lynx in 2008 uh, trying to dig up a little bit of her of her coaching background if
2: I'm not mistaken wayno oh, this uh, let's see 2018 she was a uh, grad assistant with Holly this is her actual
1: first coaching stop. I think I read. I think I think that's interesting that you would go to the high school high school ranks. I, I think that that speaks to Nikki and and her foundation that she wants to build out of. Uh, I think it's got to be a good situation. I mean, you had to have opportunities as a WNB, WNBA player and a grad assistant at Tennessee to have your your looks elsewhere, uh, and so for her to stay local and, and to understand that that honestly. Uh, East Tennessee Ladies Basketball, that's something to 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 go watch. I mean, you look at even what we have in our own county, uh, the four high schools in this county uh, put out some pretty good girls basketball. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see what she brings to East Tennessee, what she brings to the Ladies Basketball realm, and honestly, if there's a pipeline to be created uh, from Clinton to Knoxville.
2: I'll tell you what, know she's got nowhere to go but up. I did a little bit of reading and – the Mavericks were one in 26 last year in uh, district play. zero and 14, get them on right track, work them hard. And doesn't take long at all to their way past what they were. I'll tell you something. I did find out, Wayne. Oh, this is really exciting. She, um, uh, she was on that team that beat Stanford 64 to 48. We love beating Stanford, one of the powerhouses, but, uh, In her NCAA championship game, she had 12 points, 8 boards, and 6 steals, which was a game high. No one had had 6 steals in quite a while. But in her four years under Summit, right at 8 points average, 6.3 rebounds, uh, almost 2 steals a game. This is for her whole career. And uh, 1.1 block. But the really impressive thing about Nikki. Wayne is she's in, in what I have labeled the Elite Four Lady Vols Club of all time, and uh, it, it it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that the other three members were quite impressive: Shamiqua Holesclaw, Tamika Catchings. We talked about her going in the Hall of Fame, and Candace Parker. But what this club is is to be in this Elite Four club, you had to have more than six hundred points, more than five hundred rebounds. 100 or more blocks, 100 or more steals, and 125 assists in your career. I'm thinking they don't do that at all without a lot of NCAA appearances, do you think?
1: I think that's absolutely true. And and she was just – she was kind of a force. You, you know what I'm saying? I think we've tried to get back to a Nick, Nikki Anasicki since she left. You know, 12 years ago this year uh, since she left Rocky Top. And, and honestly, we've we, – I, I never I, – I don't know – I can't think of one one big girl that's come down to Tennessee that I haven't been like, is she the next Anisiki Because I remember she was on campus when Laura was at Tennessee. And, you know, the pedestrian walkway that goes – used to go down to Andy Holt and then you'd come on down to to, to Neeland. Right. Now the pedestrian walkway goes all the way down. But um, crosses over there at the, the library. But I'm walking down through there, right? And it's – I don't know. It may be this time of year. Uh, and, and all of a sudden – uh, it's funny because, you know, I recognize one and Laura recognizes the other. And uh, I, you remember DeMonte Bolden that played – I think he played defensive line for the football team. I do. Well, anyway, I don't know that they – they what happened there, but in college they were an item. DeMonte Bolden and Nikki Anasicki. And, and I'm walking and we're on the pedestrian walkway and all of a sudden I look up and it's a 300-pound lineman and I go, whoa, there's DeMonte Bolden. And, he's, and Laura went, yeah, and behind him is Nikki Anasicki, and she is coming down through there, sundress, beautiful. But that's a lady right there. Like, she's a big lady. 6'3", 205. Oh, yeah. And when they said. And, I mean, not not like when. It's not it's not chubby girl. You no. know, you can watch college girls basketball, and there's a difference between athletic, big, and just space-filling big. You We're know talking
2: a force in the paint. And I remember uh, a lot of defensive prowess, a lot of rebounding, what and I, very
1: intimidating. Yeah, and what I liked about the way she played, Boone, was was kind of the same way I, you know, I liked watching the the Maryville boys this year or or Maryville High School football, what have you. They do things because they know that's what has to be done, and they do it on purpose because they've practiced it. You know, when she when she put it on the ground and went up strong, there was no hesitation. There was no pump fake there was nothing this it was i'm gonna go up with both hands and if you hit my hand i'm gonna go shoot two free throws and probably make the shot too (laughs) and and she just look them square in the face i'll never forget you know she'd make shots and come down and do what what a lot of times you don't see in the girls game is she would just look at them and i'm like wow give them that why in the world did you do that you knew this was gonna happen like did you really expect to block me like i appreciate that but hey i'll
2: tell you something else wayne o this is NCAA tournament only. She had thirty-seven blocks, as fifth all time in Division One. We're not talking Tennessee; we're talking all-time Division One.
1: And I will say that's somewhat. I mean, Tennessee has a different, different dynamic when it comes to NCAA. <laughs> you know, there's there's not many schools that can say they've been to all of them. Second season starts. Right. Here we go. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like it's 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 kind of that whole thing that. Oh, how long's your season? Well, it goes through April. Oh really? Yeah, 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 because we're we're normally there, but you look at at, at at she had a lot of opportunities. I mean, there's no doubt about it. and when you have players like Candace Parker that could play inside out right there on your hip pocket, it really helped things for Nikki. There's no doubt, and I think she would even say that. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, when you know uh, that Candace is out there, it's real easy to feed Candace. And Nikki got her own. You know, she went ahead and scored her own points. She did what she needed to do. And I think that speaks to what Nikki Anasiki was, more than what that team was. But what I'm saying is, as you talk about in all-time Division One, well, she was on two Final Four teams. So that means she was at least that deep in the tournament two of those four years. She won two national championships uh, in that time span, and they were pretty good, Boone, those two years previous. I think one was an Elite Eight stop and one might have been uh, maybe another Final Four.
2: Yeah. She was so awesome. I know she made – of course, they always named the All-Final Four team. Both years, she was on it. It's because of her athleticism, and she just fell in love with uh, playing defense, special competitive way that she did. I predict that Anderson County, she's, she's going to love being strong on defense. And if she can get some really athletic girls in there who will – uh be coached up by her, it's going to be fun to watch them and improve as the years go by.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in how this stop works because, you know, we don't see this a ton uh, as far as, you know, local – you know, Lady Vols kind of taking over programs, and I think it's what – that's a good thing to see happening because, you know, we, we talk about the Geno Auriem as we talk about Stanford, we talk about these places. What, what do they all have in common? Oh, Muffet McGraw, we talk about uh, – uh, what's the girl at Baylor uh, – Lady at Baylor. Uh Kim mulkey mulkey Mulkey. Oh mulkey water. But uh anyway, uh what do they all have in common, Boone? Um their age is a little elevated. Yeah. What I'm saying is is the, the coaching thing, you know, the the greatness that is. You you gotta have some young coming in. Vic Schaefer. I mean, he's he came into it later in his career. But he's he's an older man as well. So I, what I'm saying is 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 we need new blood in 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 coaching at the at the high school level, at the college level, what have you. And if we are creating those coaches out of great players, I think that's that that speaks volumes for a lot of things, and hopefully continues what has been, uh, you know, an uprising in all these different sports into in to really great years. Yeah, and it's um, I mean, heck, even Cal's getting age on him. Coach Cow at Kentucky. I I don't know why. I always had him like timeless at like 57. You ever seen how old he is? I mean, he's not like he's not like Mike Krzyzewski old. But is, he's Is he's he up, past 60? Uh, he's past 60. Past 65? I don't think he's past 65. But you, he, but he's at Kentucky, so that's relatively 78.
2: What do you think about him trying to get the rule where uh, you have to play a minimum of 2 years? college basketball to, to, be, try, to try to stop the one and dones of Kentucky's would you be for that
1: oh absolutely absolutely I'm, I'm for either that or just go back to letting them go out of high school like I don't think there's a middle because here's the deal you only have to go to college for one semester you know what I'm saying well let me take that back one semester and maybe nine weeks of the second semester because by then you cannot go to class the rest of the time and grades don't come out until probably the NCAA tournament's going on and and you know what i'm saying and they'll delay that if you're in in the NCAA tournament sorry but that's that's the way that's going to go so no i'm a, i'm a proponent for anything i thought you were going to say to be a coach i was like no i'm i'm staunchly against that because i don't think you have to coach you don't have to play to be a coach you know what i'm saying you you can look down the history of football basketball any sport there have been examples of greatness that never played the sport so but no if 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 that came out and it was a fan vote, which it's not going to be. No, I would. it's it's one or the other with me. Either let them go from high school or or do the football rule. Three and then go. That's my vote.
2: Well, football's really, really trying to do the uh, five years. Like totally remove the, uh, the red shirt. Uh, you've got five years to play four years of eligibility. And coaches don't have to worry at all about red shirting because they're allowed – Football's allowed anyway to play one-third of the season. They they can come in there and play every down, one-third of the games, and still declare a red shirt. It, it just seems like they could uh, change it to where you had, um, like I said, uh, everybody gets five years to get four years in and eliminate the, the red shirt. coaches always trying to figure out the best time and whether to do it. It would also let uh, players in. Like it's homecoming, you want the guy to get some experience, and like, oh, I can't put him in there. I'm going to waste a red shirt
1: year. Something to think about. I wonder if they just gave you a total number of games you can play and just chalk it up. Like give you a year mark, like give you the five-year mark, but like, you, you know, you, you can play, well, you got a dozen games a year, so that's – so four is forty eight and then you got a, a championship game and a bowl game, so you add an extra two a year so fifty six fifty six games so you you cut that and, and you uh and, and you say well no, you say fifty six games is all you can play. you know what I'm saying so there that yeah. four therefore. If say you're a team that doesn't go to your conference championship every year or a bowl game every year, you've got a little margin there. You can play three or four games a freshman year and go, you know what? It ain't cutting it. We're gonna redshirt this cat. And then you've got four more years. Whereas the other way, it's like, Oh, I've played, you know, three point seven eight games. I will go in, I'll throw him out there for like seven plays. you, you know what I'm saying? It's just let's, a, let's
2: say they did a mixture of yours, uh, the number of games and the uh, five years to play for in your opinion, would that cut down on the
1: portal, the transfer portal, number of people doing it? No, I mean, not I, really. I, I think at this day and age, it's what have you done for me lately? I want to be somewhere. And honestly, the NFL is such that if you have one great year, i.e., Joe Burrow, uh, it doesn't matter. So they're gonna no, they're gonna take five years to find one good fit is what they're gonna do. And so no, I don't think it slows it down. What do you think?
2: I think it would slow it down. Um, kind of more options in the kid's head. Uh, not in such a big hurry to do it. Still got five years. Ah, right, let's wait a while. Not rush it now. But we'd have to actually do it to see. I think.
1: Yeah, but I could go to this other school and make you know and and be a man right now. Yeah, but you don't.
2: It's a bad. Oh. It's a bad sign if a kid shows up and he's been at three schools in four years
1: i'm just playing devil's advocate randy moss did it yeah he's an nfl hall of famer yeah he's there's always an exception <laughs> anyway Boone, i can i'll i'll twist and turn it and we'll get it on out of here but let's take us our last break of the day listen to our great sponsors and when we come back we're gonna do a little start bench cut we got some interesting ones that i'm interested in to hear Boone's opinion. We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKBL.com. Come on back. You don't want to miss it. Go to donnacry.com. Mig is an equal housing lender.
3: The Blunt Partnership is committed to leading the Blunt County business community through this coronavirus outbreak. We will continue to be a resource for all businesses, as well as supplying up-to-date information for our community. Please check out our website for updated information at www.bluntchamber.com, or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram,
1: and Twitter.
0: In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org.
1: This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
0: Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Tennessee's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! We Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future.
3: This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out here on a Friday edition. Boone, a little start bench cut on the docket here as we've got about 15 minutes till the top of the hour, and I think you will do a good job of uh, of filling this up. Uh, I I kind of over the last few times we've done start bench cut, Wednesday we had Coach Mack in, and so we kind of had to push that out because great stories always are going to trump start bench cut. That's just the way that has to go, and it and it sure did on Wednesday. Again, want to thank Coach Mack uh, for coming in. All the listeners that checked in on that had, had a lot of good response on social media, uh, so, again, I appreciate that. And if you missed the Coach Mac interview, you can go back and check it out on our website, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can check that out as well as any of the other shows uh, we've done. You but, know, he
2: sneaked something in there. Did you notice that? He used the words – back when i was announcing football oh yeah meet he's, him before he's you had got some in. uh
1: radio experience no wonder he was so good i might have to t- heat him up have a little morning mac every now and again yeah never know never know but uh but star bench cut is going to morph a little bit you know when when jeff and i do it uh it, it had been a little bit of all over the board you know we do a little movies we do a little food we do a little sports uh, I do a lot of sports, but then we we kind of pepper in the other stuff just to kind of keep it fresh. You all right with that, Boone? Sure, sweet, good. I'm gonna start with sports. Let let you get a little get get you settled in, get you get you going right. NBA is is something that is not my prowess, but it is something that I that I can appreciate to a an extent. And I like the big guys. I like the guys who just power the lane and and just stuff it from time to time. And there's really not a lot anybody can do about it. So in that. Best NBA bigs. And, and again, out of these three, start one, bench one, and cut one, Shaq, Kareem, and Wilt Chamberlain. You know, I, I never did like
2: Kareem running down the – it's like the whole team had to, like, have a picnic, sit down and wait. It took him forever to get down the court on offense – you're younger. You probably don't remember that. but No. He he was so big, and I'm sure he was heavier, but he would he would just jog real slow. And that bothered me. You know how little things bother us and don't bother What did not bother me is him being the number one all-time NBA career points leader,
1: 36,000
2: and some points.
1: All them other shooters got, got cold because it took him so long to get down to court. It, it
2: might have messed with the rhythm. <laughs> As far as Wilt goes, uh, the Boston Celtics, a uh, lot of big games between the Lakers and the Celtics. Um, the center for the Celtics dominated him. He had like 10, 10 NBA championships when he was there. Wilt didn't quite get that many. Um I'm gonna go with I'm I'm going to cut Wilt. Uh,
1: I'm gonna back it up, go backwards.
2: <laughs> I'm actually gonna start Shaq, and I'm gonna bench Kareem.
1: Really? Gonna put Shaq ahead of, of Kareem. I is am. Is it just because he runs slow? Well,
2: I was a teeny bit. I mean, this is personal preference, right? I was a teeny bit bored because he would run slow, and every time they got down there, he would get in the same position, and he would do the hook shot, and it would go in every time. Nobody could stop it. When you're seven two seven four, and the hook—I mean, it took him a long time to master it. Once he did,
1: it was um, going to go in if he if he shot it. Yeah, I, I, I'm giving you a hard time because that's the exact. That's that's the exact lineup I've got: Shaq, Kareem, and then Will. And, and the reason I put Will in there was because he's a, he's a big name to mention because the hundred points, and, and and I get it. That's that's a moment, but I don't know. I, I've never been a factor of one game makes you great. I think one game puts you in conversation, but one game doesn't make you great. Will had a great career and ended up honestly uh, things away from basketball took him away from basketball. So uh, I t- kind of talk about that a little bit. But Kareem, he was just big when there wasn't a ton of bigs. You, you know what I'm saying? And 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 for that, uh, I kind of I give him the nod on the bench spot. But what I like about Shaq is 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 Shaq just. The big diesel, the personality, what he did for the game, and and really, he was, he had that big man complex. You know what I'm saying? As far as he he knew he was good, he knew he was big, but he he kind of did more for the sport than we we probably give him credit for in in bringing it to a lot of different stages. Uh, the way he came out of LSU, the way he was kind of hungry and, and got in there, his his magic days. Uh, him and Penny Hardaway, and then being able to rekindle that similar scenario in L.A. I mean, he just – to me, Shaq Diesel, Shaq, however, Shaquille O'Neal, however you want to call him, just anywhere he went, I was interested in what Shaq was doing. So, yeah, start Shaq, bench Kareem, and cut Wilt. And and some people might disagree with that. If you do, give us a call, 865-983-4310. Shaq, and check is, us out. Shaq
2: is the one guy who I know that's actually – made more commercials than Peyton Manning. Now that's saying something. And he
1: was in a Disney movie. Do you know that? Can you name the Disney movie that Shaq was in? Um and I may be loosely saying it's a Disney movie. I know it's a kid's movie.
2: It's not it was not the movie with uh Jordan,
1: was it? No, he was not in uh um uh, Space Jam. I have no idea. Shazam. Oh. Maybe Kazam. I don't know. It's one of those he was a genie. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Boone is not interested. I
2: remember that Boone is not, but interested. It, it didn't hold my attention. This is <laughs> like, I'd rather see him on the basketball
1: court. Well, I was going to say most good athletes are not good actors. <laughs> Ask any, really anybody. Uh, best quarantine food uh, that you've you've partook in uh, in your time off, and, and most of these are not things I guess that you're you're a big deal on, but pizza, takeout from a local restaurant because you should do that on takeout Tuesdays and takeout Thursdays, and uh, or home cooking. Have you had a time, had opportunities in time to really get back in and cook things that you haven't had time to do in, in, in a long time?
2: Pizza just makes my mouth water and it's just so hard to resist it. They just keep making it better and better and better and more resistible. I don't know if they make it better. They just make more bread, more cheese, bread is, more yeah. grease. Yeah. But it's, man, it'll mess with your weight. Uh, number one. <laughs> and by mess, he means elevate.
1: But anyway, go ahead. Number who are you going to start?
2: I'm going to start home cooking. Just because
1: uh, that's what you've enjoyed the most during your
2: time. Well, I'm going by taste and enjoy. Number 2 is local restaurants, takeout. Nice. And number 3 is you're, pizza. You're cutting pizza. And um uh, just just getting that fish just totally regenerates my brain. Fires me up. Um home cooking i mean i'm simple i'll do the the hamburgers the pinto beans and uh i'll do apples and almonds and
1: boon boon you're
2: a oranges lot of, you're a
1: lot of things simple is not what i would use to describe you and a little bit of peanut butter and then uh hold up you don't put peanut butter on fish do you no that'd no. be
2: so weird no i do the uh that'd be really weird the almonds and the, the fruit and a little bit of peanut butter, yeah, sliced it, apples to dip in it.
1: If you ever wondered if you could fit one, uh, fit a grocery store in about a one-cubic-foot um, lunchbox, come see Robert Boone every now and again. He's got it. He's got it in little, and they're like individual pans, like nothing touches itself. So it's, it's the coolest thing. But anyway, uh, mine looks a little different. Mine looks a little different. Honestly, uh, I'm going to go take out from local restaurants, start. I'm going to say pizza, bench, and I'm going to cut home cooking and maybe that's because i you know laura laura does a really good job even when things were wild and crazy of of making sure we were still doing our our normal home cookings i haven't had mom over to cook so uh you know maybe that that would have tipped the scale a little bit but i found out boone because i wasn't a big takeout guy because i was a i want it hot i want it on a plate i don't want it in a styrofoam box guy but over this little deal i've realized you know what if you merge the two things of of great takeout, whether that be Texas Roadhouse, whether that be an Asian restaurant, what have you, and my recliner in the Tennessee room, it's a match made in heaven, Boone.
2: And the TV's going. Yeah, 30
1: for 30 maybe on the TV.
2: But uh, or The big thing is you can't have the takeout. You you can't take it, get it from like 10 miles away.
1: No, 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 you no. don't want
2: to get home and it not be warm.
1: Absolutely. And I have even tried, Boone, have you ever tried Bite Squad, where they bring it to you delivery style? I have not. It's interesting. It's like Uber for food. Like you just call them and, and you like figure it out where you want, you set it up, and then they just deliver it. But they're not the restaurant. They're just like a gopher. Reasonable and, price? Ah, eh, well, reasonable for situations, right? Splurge. Yeah. But uh, I, I start the, the takeout. I, I bench the pizza and I cut home cooking. Again, pizza over my, you know, the weight loss journey that I've been on in the last few years, pizza is a... Uh, let's just say it's a splurge to say the least but uh let's let's keep on going through our start bench cut we're gonna have to speed it up but we got about four minutes braves pitching glavin smoltzer maddox start one bench one and cut one he's putting the glasses on boone i don't know if we have that much time
2: i'm gonna bench glavin
1: i think boone just likes getting that cut out of the way like he he just who's not gonna play for boone uh, I'm going to start – Did you say you're going to cut – or bench Glavin or cut Glavin?
2: I'm going to cut Glavins. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm going to start Maddox. I, I love Smoltz being able to be a reliever and uh, winning all those games. But uh, Maddox, he won 14, 15 of his first 18 starts in 88. Uh, he won uh, the, the three major pitching awards – in three years, anybody that can predict what the batter is going to do by sitting in the dugout looking at him, you got to go with him. Yeah, I'm the professor.
1: I, yeah, I'm going to start Maddox. Uh, I'm going to bench Smoltz, and I'm going to cut Glavin. And, and the reason being, the reason I, I benched Smoltz, I mean, when I looked at Maddox and Smoltz, I was like, wow. At any given time, either one of those could be really, really, really good. And if you start either one, is fine. But uh, the the whole Smoltsy thing I I just thought that uh, when you looked at Maddox he he was a little I, I don't know he looked the part of of a of a sure fired guy you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. sometimes you looked at Smoltz and you're like does he believe he can do this you know what I'm saying so I I liked Maddox in that in that regard so I went with uh, Maddox we're gonna have to cut one of these out or actually two of these out so we're gonna finish with one I know you'll you'll be interested in NFL great coaches Don Shula Vince Lombardi, and Walsh, Bill Walsh. Start one, bench one, and cut a Hall of Famer. I'm going to start
2: Lombardi. I'm going to bench Walsh, and Earl Mack's going to kill me, but I'm going to cut Don
1: Shula. You hear that, Earl? Like, if we had more time, I would expect you to call in. He just cut Don Shula, the only perfect team – or the last perfect team in, in professional football. Here, Here's the deal. Uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, with Lombardi start. Uh, I'm actually going to bench Shula, and I'm going to cut Walsh. And, and the reason I say that is it's the same reason why, you know, a lot of people question, you know, anybody who has, like, Peyton Manning. Like, are you saying that, uh, you, you know, um, Greg Kubiak is a Hall of Famer? No, he had Peyton Manning. You know, are these offensive coordinators great? No, they had Peyton Manning. Uh, it's it's an easy job. So I think I think Shula is – or Walsh is great. I think the innovation that he brought and how he transitioned from Montana to Young seamlessly really meant a lot. But at the same rate, uh, in, in those companies, uh, it's hard to do. And I think what what Lombardi did in the frozen area of Green Bay, Wisconsin, probably puts him at the top among anything in else. In all
2: far- fairness to Earl, I, I was just crazy about Joe Montana. You, hey, you don't
1: got to uh, – you don't have to apologize, Boone.
2: Hey, Sheila won two Super Bowls, two different teams.
1: Sure did. And you cut him. At hey, Johnny U. I'm just letting you know, you cut him.
2: Yeah, but Joe Cool. Bo- Boone the cut man him. was so cool. Boone cut him.
1: But anyway, Boone, start bench cut. Another wild and crazy. But Boone, let's take out. Let's have a good weekend. Enjoy yourself. Stay inside. Stay safe. Wash those hands. And, uh, and we'll be back at it Monday. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and, yes, grind on.